Hello and welcome to the Belly Slater podcast. <laughs> is that how we're starting podcasts these days? This is it. This is the Belly Slater podcast. Yeah, this is what you've waited for. Now we bring you part one of an interview that was recorded at Womp Camp 2019 in a cabin that was hired by the Budgie Boys. <laughs> the Womp Cabin. <laughs> the Womp Cab. And... Uh, it starts off with a, how does it start? With a bit of a, I don't know, belly, let's just say he he catches me off guard. So, <laughs> without further, Apu, topical. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they kill off Apu? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> it's because he's, it's highly racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's been happening for 30 years. Yeah, can you do that joke anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we now take you to Womp Camp 2019 for the Belly Slater interview. Here we go. Now, Belly, would you like to do it? Uh, no, you do it. Uh, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast. We're here in Seals Rocks. Uh, Seals? <laughs> Seals or seal rocks? Seal rocks. You got it. Yeah. Uh, I've been practicing. <laughs> uh, we're here at Womp Camp and we have a very special guest here. You sound really excited, Tim. I am very excited. <laughs> I've been wanting to interview this man for a very long time. Belly Slater, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Mate, he's like, t- I've been looking after Tim <laughs> on this podcast for so long. He's, and he just needs help. Are you, and are you frothing? <laughs> he fr- he's frothing right now. Yeah. Like He's been talking about this day since we started. He's like, we've got to get Belly. Belly's the number one. I've, I've been listening to the podcast on a regular basis and the feeling's mutual. Wow. I love, I love what you guys are oh, doing. Oh, that means I'm so a, much. Thank I'm you. A, I'm a long-time listener, first-time guest. Yes. So, it's a fire away. I'm, we know nothing about you. Yeah, you're that, a myth. He's we were, a myth. We were walking up to the cabin. Uh, oh, gee. <laughs> we were walking up to the cabin before and we were like, do you live in the Gold Coast? No, 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 no. I'm no, from Willoughby. No, no, and I've been loving that as well, that you've all been wondering where yeah. I live and saying it's been so hard to organise an interview with yeah. me because I live so far when really I live just you around. Live in you know, I like to think there's a little bit of belly in all of us. <laughs> And, and I'm and I'm always I'm always closer than you think. Yeah, that's true. You know, physically watching you through your window as you change out of your wetsuit. Well, we said someone said to us earlier today that you were you've been at Womp Camp since about Thursday, just hiding, <laughs> waiting to jump out. And someone and said that. Someone said to me today at the the campfire. Um, Whenever you talk about Belly, he seems to pop out from a bush and say, like, I'm here as if I'm like, wait, it's like, it's like lying in wait, waiting for, yeah, like Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> waiting, belly, belly for, wait, waiting for compliments and then I like pop out and say, I'm here. Well, they were saying you, um, you didn't turn up last year. What's the go with that? Last year, my wife gave birth to our third child. Well, that's fair. So, fair so cool. that's, and she gave birth at around, I think it was, a, I don't, I don't remember the date of her birth, but, but. It was fresh. It was it was fresh. This is the first... I'm on track at this Womp Camp to both Womp and Camp. The first Womp Camp, I Womped, but I stayed in a cabin in like this you boys. Cabin, in this yeah? exact cabin, in that exact bed. But I Womped and didn't camp, so I Womp cabined. And then the <laughs> next Womp Camp I went to, um, I camped, but didn't Womp because the, the, the ocean was ferocious. 
Um, but th- this year I have womped already. The, the tent is set up. Like uh, I'm likely to, to womp and camp this year, which is a huge moment. So you're a bit like Tim. You're a bit of a smaller wave boy. I'm a small wave specialist. Yeah, is right. The, yeah, is what I am. I, I don't see... I don't understand why people go out in big waves. I don't see the fun in getting smashed on the head. I, I don't like drowning. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy suffocating. Um, and also, I don't care what people say about me. Nothing is going to be worth dying. And I will die if I go out and surf. That's that's too big. Uh, like <laughs> I will die. And I, I think I have died once under a double wave holdout. Yeah. I, I think I'm the ghost of Belly Slater like here talking to <laughs> in the podcast today. So yeah, yeah. Big, big waves terrify me. What's if, the if biggest you, wave you've gone? Like, you know, probably six foot. I mean, five foot, four foot. It's getting low. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I, I did. I've been out in, in the early days when I first started. I went out at pretty big Narrabeen with um, like the guys like Zaquaman, Pete from Glissando Hand Planes. Shout out Pete Mate, from Glissando. Every, every second episode. Pete's a legend. Yeah, Pete's right. a legend. I don't know why he gave up the game. Pete, if you're listening, come back. We need you, Pete. We love you and we miss you. The community needs you. Yeah, Pete was cool. But so I went out with those boys and it was it was monstrous. Uh, by my standards, at least. And um, I hadn't yet experienced what like a double wave hold down was or, you know, what it's like to get smacked in the side of the head by by a wave and then come out and vomit your guts out on the <laughs> shores. If any of you, have any of you done that? Because I went and got myself checked out medically in case something <laughs> like I, I had done some brain damage and I hadn't. But I haven't met anyone else who came out and vomited their guts out after after a heavy hit. Well, we do have a live audience here and we have some big wave specialists in in the crowd with uh, Ricky and Corey. Uh, boys, what, how do you feel about... You can just shout it out. We'll probably won't hear you. after a big night. What? Had, had a vomit after a big night. Regular vomiter. Yeah. <laughs> really? You casually yeah. vomit yeah. in the surf just on a regular basis. So, well, I'm a milkshake, I'm vomiting in the surf. <laughs> I, I once, me and Ricky, uh, had a bacon and eggs in the morning. We went out for a surf. And I pulled this long, stringy bit of fat out of my mouth oh. come up my throat. Yeah. So what you're saying is unless you get locked up, you don't want a bar of it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be allergic to like nine things, so I think it just... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, it is, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think there's got to be room in this sport for everybody and there's yeah, there's room right, in this yeah, sport yeah, yeah. for like the barrel pig and and nick burbot going out and chai and, and you know and ricky from war charging the biggest waves that you possibly can and, and it's amazing to watch and i'm completely completely in awe and i have enormous respect for the guys that can do it mm. um and look I, I i would like to get to get bigger and bigger gradually and get better and better gradually but i also think there's room for people like me that just that just want to enjoy it yeah. So, Belly, you make a lot of your own gear and you sell it, and it's it's quite unique. Do you think it's made for those smaller waves? No. What are you making it for? for the biggest waves, <laughs> for the biggest wave riders out there. It's it's um it's the highest quality, best body surf body surfing gear on the market. Well, you were out there today with uh, what were you using today? The the, the flying V. The flying V, and yeah. it was holding up in that surf. Holding up? Do you see me? <laughs> no, I missed yeah, it. No, you couldn't have because I was uh, constantly shrouded under the wavy curtain <laughs> of Tubeland. <laughs> no, no. Look, look, look. I love I love what I've made. I I spent. A lot of time, a lot of focus, a lot of energy um, creating what I've created. I'm mm. extremely proud of, 
of what I've created. I, I love them. They're the perfect boards for me, yeah. at least. Um, you know, I've, I've, sold, I've sold a few. Uh, I'm not making money hand over fist in any of this, but I, I love it. I, I love when I see one person like on Instagram writing it with a big smile on their faces. That just blows my mind mm. that someone will trust me, you know, to, to, um, to make them a board to go out and, and fight the war out there in the ocean. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Is it true that you are a lawyer? That is true. So how does a lawyer from the Northern Beaches... Yeah, that's, Become that's, a body surfing enthusiast. It's very kind of you to say that I'm from the northern beaches. I'm from the suburbs of the North Shore. Of, oh, right. My, oh, I'd say anything from... I'm from south of the bridge, so anything up there is... My local, I, I don't know. My local beach is City Beach Macquarie Centre. You know? <laughs> um, but no, no how, how, does it, how does it happen? The, the story is this. I was in a, in a difficult place work-wise. I was in a difficult job. Um... And I sat next to this guy who was about six foot six and six foot six wide. And he, he sat me down and said, um, oh, you've got to see these hand planes by Pete Hannon. And I was like, What's, what are hand planes? And he said, oh, you know, for body surfing. And I've body surfed um, all my life. Like my dad taught me to body surf when I was very young. Mm. He's, he's here at Womp Camp and you guys should meet him. Really? Yeah, yeah. He comes to every Womp Camp wow. that, I, that I come to. That's um, mind blowing. <laughs> he's a legend. Um, he was the, the biggest hellman that ever lived, like bright yellow budgies. He still wears like yeah? very, very bright budgies. He's, oh, he's, yeah. he's colorblind. Um, and he'd swim, he'd, he wouldn't freestyle out the back. He'd butterfly out the back, like huge manly butterfly. Whoop, 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 until he's out the back. And, and take the biggest waves, but with, you know, this guy's like his uh, ex-South African military. So like he's just both hands behind his back, head straight up going like bus driving down the face of wave and just like wherever he was a bit you could just hear <laughs> smash so that's he taught me how to body surf i used to have that same technique and i used to think it was the best fun in the whole world hands behind the back one two three boof and you're finished but and i think that's the best thing that you can do in the water and then this guy that i worked with told me well you've got to try these hand planes pete hannon who was at the last Wompoff is in hiding from the tax man because he was making so much money from these hand planes that he's created. He's made a, it's called like the what the Wonder Board, I think he calls it, or the Wave Slayer. And anyway, I've got someone I can show you. Mm. Um, you can't find his name anywhere on the internet, but I tracked him down via IP Australia because the patent for his board is still on the internet. Yeah, it turns out that his wife was working at a law firm just down the road from where I was working, and I was able to go and meet her and, and get some of his boards. And so, you know, when you put a hand plane on for the first time, the, this you guys would understand this. I was like a born again Christian. Yeah. Oh. Like, like because yeah. you put your, your hand on the board, and then Hallelujah. and you have your three seconds, like I used to have the one, two, yay, I'm so, and then three four five and the wave starts coming yeah. over your head you're moving down the line like you're getting a whole new perspective on the wave i was completely converted from that first wave that i ever caught i was completely yeah. hooked i couldn't believe that you could do that on a wave and that all you needed was that little bit of lift to get your to get your body going and and that's what got me started why why did i create a, a you know a persona belly slater i have no idea i think i need to be i, I just need to be loved <laughs> by by strangers I, d I don't i don't know it was it was fun i thought it was funny at the time and you know what it really was is like i started doing it i started posting what i thought were some funny things and like it turns out that there was a community of people doing this i wasn't the only one out there on a hand plane catching waves there were heaps of different people from all over like the, the east coast um doing this and getting into this and i don't i 
I feel like I started doing it at a, you know, a, a, a great time in the sport. You know, this is the new, it was a new generation, a new wave of um, body, body surfers coming through and hand plane shapers coming through. And, you know, we all came together on Instagram and learned about the sport, learned about each other, met each other. And that is hands down the absolute best part that's kept me, like that just energizes me about this whole sport is that the, the people, you come to something like Womp Camp Every single person is is creative. Um, they're like they have loud personalities. They're completely weird. They're athletic. They're entrepreneurial. Mm. It's I've just met the most amazing people through this. Um, so that's that's why I'm here and what I'm about. I'm about a few more things though as well. I think, <laughs> I, I think what I'm bringing, what I think I'm bringing to this whole scene. I think there's real problems with surf culture. Mm. I think that there's this yeah. huge emphasis on everyone has to respect me and if I'm in the line, I've been here longer, this is my local break. And I, I just think it's bullshit. I, think, I, I do think respect is important, but like the amount of respect that you'd give to any other person. Yeah, I don't sure. think that people should make you feel bad for wearing the wrong clothes. I don't feel like people should uh, call you a kook for wearing your hand plane on your left hand when you're catching a right-handed wave. I, I think, I hope that's what I stand for in this, in this whole thing, that, that, that like body surfing is about going out, being, being like having some free time, expressing yourself the way you want to be in nature, doing this weird, unique, niche nerd, um, awesome sport. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you, especially with the surf culture. I, I actually used to stand up surf and I gave it away because of those reasons that you just raised. And none of that sort of stuff exists within the body surfing community. So you're spot on there. Uh, one of my favorite videos that you've got up on Instagram <laughs> is the one where you hit this bloke, this old guy wearing a bucket hat <laughs> with a hand plane. <laughs> and it looks like he's trying to get out of the way and you just <laughs> target in on him. <laughs> And then you've dubbed the audio. You've dubbed the to, audio. <laughs> to got him, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you really like cricket as well. I love. Really. Now, yeah, I love. I love. I love cricket. Now, is that a soft hand plane, or <laughs> would that have left a bruise? No, it's a soft. It's a okay, soft. Good. Is that it's, your dad? It's a soft. Is it just a random? No, and that's that's not my dad. My dad wouldn't have copped a hit like that. He was <laughs> smacking straight in the nose. I, I would have come out second best from that one. But look, um, obviously the flags are set up for a reason. And that, and that reason is for, for body surfers to be able to body surf without hard surfboards around them. Yeah. And if like old men and young girls want to get in the way, then they get what they deserve. <laughs> and, I, and I think, I don't think there's a problem with letting them know who's boss out in the ocean. They need to show some respect yeah, to, to the body surfers out there. Sure. And, um, and there is nothing more fun than like lining up some poor old sucker who's like just up to his waist thinking he's going to have a nice time. <laughs> If you haven't seen that video, we should post oh, it. Oh, yes. My favourite GoPro video. photo, like GoPro selfies are of me with my full Stoke face on and then like in the background there's like one flag and one girl splashing in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got strings of them. <laughs> now, you've, uh, you've got a few other boards going uh, down. At um, Wompoff last year, you claimed to have done the first ever board transfer. Yep. What two boards did you use to do this? And, and tell us about this manoeuvre that you've uh, thought up. I've done a lot of firsts in body surfing. <laughs> Run us through. I've, I've, hit, I've, I've hit a lot of um, landmarks in the sport. I'm actually the pioneer of the hand plane cutback. Before I before I started the sport, everyone just used to go straight on a wave, and they didn't realise if you just veer your body a little bit, you can actually cut back into the wave and and keep going. So that's my 
that's my real contribution to the sport and that was my invention. <laughs> After I did that, everyone started doing it. And, then, and from there came the spins and the rolls and the flips. Um, but yeah, without me, I, I don't think any of that probably would have would have eventuated. Um, I, I invented the Womp Camp theme song, Womp Camp Brackets Barrel of Fun. Um, and, and so without that, the Wompers didn't have an anthem by which to by which to stand to sing uh, with ha hands on hearts as loud and as proud as they possibly could. And, and yeah, of, of course, I was the first uh, hand planer ever to do a hand plan transfer in a competition at, at Wompoff last year. Um, I had my handmade belly extra large hand plane. A lot of people were saying that that's a pipo or a body board or a long board, but it, it's a... I mean, everything's a hand plane, isn't it? If you put your hand on it and, <laughs> and, and surf on it. So I had that one. And on top of that, I had my um, mini belly beachy. And I started with the hand on the beachy, the beachy on the maxi hand plane. Um, and caught, caught the wave in my inimitable style. Uh, it was a lefty paddling with the right, kicking as hard as I could. Caught the wave on the big plane, shed the big plane kept my hand on the small plane and, and, and kept progressing through the wave um, to completion nice. all, all the way to shore. How do you think that scored? I'm Look, I know who the judges were, <laughs> so I'm sure poorly. But, you know, some, <laughs> some, of, some of all of the great artists are misunderstood early in their careers. It's only after they die that, you know, that the world truly realises what value they bought. And, uh, and I'm sure that that's what's going to happen to me in this sport. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you're a pioneer, Billy, and it just shows that you do love the sport. Yeah, but you should, because there wouldn't be a Budgie Boys podcast without a Belly Slater, would there? No, that well, exactly right. <laughs> I know you're around, but like, seriously, like when we, we when Owe introduced me to you via Instagram and I started seeing all the content you were creating... I sort of realized you can like muck around and have fun body surfing. And like, we've been wanting to do radio and podcasts and create content. We just weren't sure how to do it. And then we found this community who got around us and supported us. And like, we just stick around, but you were the one who kind of did inspire this podcast in a way. Uh, that's, that is actually really flattering to hear. I really, really love what you guys do. I think it's important that there's a podcast like this to create a focal point for the whole community to listen into, to know what's going on in, in the industry and in the community. Uh, like I'm, I'm a real, I'm a huge fan of what you guys do. I feel like you're, you guys are carrying on the mantle and like taking belly to, to its logical extreme. Well, that's so cool. Um, I, I go to work with this random bloke. He can't speak English very well, but um, <laughs> you started body surfing and he picked up a belly at a market stall um, and I think that's... So he was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of them. But um, yeah, he like we started talking. He's like, oh, you're into body surfing. I picked up a belly. Um, do you think... I know we talked about your your designs and your, your the shapes of your boards being for everyone and the bigger the better. Mm. Um, but do you, for you in particular, do you think your, your boards... Um, are aimed at those people who you want, like, do you design your boards to get people into body surfing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I answered your question kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah. You said, are they, are they, for, I think they're great for beginners. I think that you can, I think that you can go really big on them and I've seen people go yeah, really big sure. on them, but um, I do think they're a really good entry point. You know, they're, um, they're soft, which is a good thing. So yeah. you can hit others, you can hit yourself <laughs> and it's not going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're super buoyant. They're big, so they're super buoyant. Um, 
which means that you know you, you don't need to have huge swimming ability to be able to get yourself out of the water on mm. them. Yeah. Um, also, they're kind of at least the bigger ones are bug like. You know, they're like bodyboards. So people who are transitioning over from bodyboarding to body surfing can uh, can ride with something a little bit more familiar to yeah. them until they tra- until they then um, move on to something smaller, something more like a. A traditional hand plane. Yeah, because he he actually bought the board for his son, um, and uh, I was looking after my sister the other day, and we weren't using a belly, but it was a um, the Grom board uh, yeah. from from Slide, slide. Mm. and um, she had the best time on it. Like, and she's like, I'm I'm really good at body surf, <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> and she's like, hey, she's terrible, but like, <laughs> she thinks she's awesome, and that like that's what I love about your stuff. Like, it's so welcoming. It's so like it's colourful. It's fun. Um, well, thank you. And like, the more people that we can get younger people into body surfing, the better. Like well, the other thing with the beachy, which is my my newer plane, is that it's cheap, as well. And that's that's another thing that I really wanted to do. I wanted to get a board that people could buy on a whim. People who say I want to try body surfing, mm. um, I don't want to spend a heap of money on it yet because I don't know what it's like. Let's see if I can just buy this on an impulse and see how it goes. And I think that I think that the beachy does that. Um, also, I. Another innovation is that it's strapless, and that's also that's that's a way that I like to body surf as well. I feel like I just don't always feel comfortable having a strap that locks you into the plane. I much mm. rather have a wrist leash that gives you the freedom to change hands when you're going. But at the same time, once once you um, once you go under the wave, the board comes away, and you you're not tethered to anything. Definitely, that's so cool. And that concludes part one of the Belly Slater interview here on the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boy, Tim and Oe. Uh, mate, we've got to get out of here. Funny, but sentimental. <laughs> There's laughs, but a lot of heart. Yeah. Uh, next week, part two of the Belly Slater interview. So stay tuned for that. But we've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. Remember, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. Bye.